everybody, and welcome back to the Music Industry 360 Podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa, and with me today, we have Adam, our creative designer with Symphonic Distribution, and we're talking all about design and album artwork. Hello, Adam. Hey, how's it going? How's it going? <laughs> Thanks for being on the podcast. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem at all. All right, so we will get right into it, as we usually do. Um, so just to start out, Adam, um, can you actually tell me a little bit about yourself? So oh, people get yeah. to know you better. <laughs> sure. My name's Adam Bentley. I am creative designer here at Symphonic. Um, I have a bachelor's degree in design. I've been doing it about five years now, I would say. You know, like anything creative, been drawing all my life, so it, it was a natural transition into that. And I have a little hobby. I like to play disc golf on the weekends and get around, walk around, and get outdoors. So I really don't know what that is. What is disc golf? Well, it's pretty much golf, like mm-hmm. a, with a ball, but it, you play with frisbees. You know, you throw the frisbee. And it counts just like ball golf, but they, you throw a frisbee into a basket, pretty much. So, so the basket is basically the hole. Like, is there still yeah, like greens and hole. stuff? Yeah, there's technically a green. They're they're usually about 300, 400 feet away. So, you have drivers, mid ranges, and putters, and in, in, in the disc golf world too. So, it's it's uh it's definitely interesting. It's a little little subsect of culture of people, but. I mean, it has a good following. So well, definitely. I um I was recently on my honeymoon up in Georgia. Yeah. And um yes, I got married. Everybody. Yay. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I remember seeing advertisements for disc golf. I'm oh, like, oh, really? this must wow. be a thing. Yeah, know, yeah. It's actually pretty much growing a lot, and it's uh, it's a pretty fun sport. It gets you out walking around. It's good for all ages. You know, from toddler not toddlers, but you know, younger kids to older people. You know, it doesn't discriminate females, males, anything. So it's good for everybody. Yeah, it sounds like disc golf or a company is like one of our sponsors or something. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it so so back to the topic at hand. Okay, so Adam, can you give a brief overview of some of the principles of design just to get a little background? Yeah, so the principles of design, they're such wonderful little things, you know. <laughs> they're just basically guidelines to help you create an effective design. So they're not necessarily rules you have to live by to create something that's eye-appealing to people, but they're just simple guidelines to help you kind of understand and try to push your design into something that's feels complete and feels whole and that really becomes effective at the end so so can you give me a list of each and every principle (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely there's there's quite a few of them but we can go down a list of them so one there's balance so balance basically means you know you just want your your design to feel great and balanced and equal on all of its parts like you don't want it to feel weighted to one side you want it to feel kind of like a whole piece so just balance it's good in life and in design you know you just want equal equilibrium throughout your design and throughout everything so and I'm sorry to put you through this because I know this is really hard to explain without like a visual example yeah so, yeah, so I apologize for that um no worries. so you're basically saying like don't have album artwork where everything is all on the right side and it looks like the thing's going to teeter to the right yeah or exactly if you force everything onto one side it basically looks like it's almost about to fall over and the left if just everything's on the right the left side's going to kind of feel empty you know so not saying that everything needs to be perfectly symmetrical like down the middle there's different types of balance like asymmetrical and even like crystallographic where it's maybe everything may be like spread out all over the the canvas but it still feels complete and everything like kind of plays off of each other and that they all feel like balanced against each other so there's different types of balance but it just makes it feel like like a complete piece like it's not like about to fall over like we Mm -hmm. said so crystallographic what a big term (laughs) yeah yeah you like that fancy fancy term right there yeah but another it's like radial balance right yeah radial balance i mean it's just like almost like a jackson pollock painting like it's it seems like chaos but there's there's some underlying like 
unity and balance underneath of all that. So. And I guess the one thing we need to keep in mind too that you know artwork is subjective. You yes, know, so you can't. Absolutely. I mean, these are like you said, these are guidelines, but it's not necessarily like you said rules. You know, yeah, so. they're definitely not rules, and definitely art is subjective. What's cool to you may not be cool to me. So, but these these little principles will will help kind of make everything feel complete. Mm-hmm. So, what else we got? All right, so we have unity or harmony. You want everything to kind of just feel like they go together. Like a bunch of red squares, or like if if like a bunch of squares are together, they kind of feel complete. But if you throw in like a circle or a triangle in there, maybe it might not, it might still feel complete, but not as complete as as it would with uh with all the different squares in there. I don't. That's probably not a good way to explain. Yeah, it. Yeah, I'm thinking maybe with um maybe when we post this on Facebook, maybe we could attach a um a couple images of yeah. examples of each one or something. Yeah, yeah, we can definitely do that. That would definitely be easier to visualize it than trying to talk about it. I mean, it's good to give examples, but, but yeah, harmony, unity. You just want everything to feel cohesive. I mean, it's cool to throw in different things in there, but if you throw in one different thing than other elements, it kind of may feel incomplete. Or it may feel like a mistake, kind of like if if you only have one thing that's in like a blue italic font on your design, it may just feel like it's a like it's a mistake or like it's kind of like an amateur did it or something. So, not to deviate away from, deviate away from the subject too much, but um, I don't know if you mentioned that you do album artwork for Symphonic. Yes, yes, actually, yes, I, I do design album covers. I've I've done quite a few of them throughout the years and. I don't know. It's really fun. It, it gives me creative freedom. You know, I, I, we ask the clients if they have a basic idea, but basically it's me like creating something from scratch, which is really, really fun. So that's what I was going to ask you. If you prefer, prefer for them to say, like, just do whatever you think is cool or do you prefer a little bit of guidelines? Um, uh, I do like a little bit of gui- guidance, but I mean, I do like to do things on my own as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes I'll listen to the music or play off the title or something like that. But oh, okay. if they, yeah, if they have, yeah, yeah. I'll try to, you know, try to see how how the music sees or looks looks and whenever I listen to it but some guidance is good for me I mean I don't mind that at all but sometimes people they have they want too much done on a cover or something and it's pretty much impossible like like I want me in a city background with 10 girls and cars and all this stuff and it's like that's you know it's hard to find all those images and to mash them up together and to make them feel cohesive but I mean a little bit of guidance is, is good so because so one thing that um, I tell people too, with because uh, as you guys know, I work with video distribution. But when you're picking a thumbnail for your music video on, you know, uh, Vivo or YouTube, whatever, um, you should look at it really small because yes. a lot of people are going to look at these Absolutely. on their phones and stuff. So yeah. you should look at album artwork small, you know, like in the size of your the palm of your hand, basically, um, and see like, okay, is it still eye catching from this size versus looking yeah. at it at its full resolution? Yeah, exactly. I was gonna maybe get in this later, but you don't want it to be too crazy busy. And obviously, like you said, you want it to be able you want it to be readable at the size of a dime. And even maybe on the size of a billboard, that's the same with, especially with logo design, like, you want it to be iconic, you want it to be rec- easily recognizable at the blink of an eye. So even and especially, you know, People consume their media definitely through their phones mostly, so it definitely has to be well-read on a phone, definitely. And you guys, Adam does logo design too. Yeah, <laughs> logos are fun too. They're a challenge, but they're fun. Yeah. All right, um, I'll move through these a little more quickly. Um, but So we have the rest of these here, like alignment, movement, proportion, contrast, emphasis, and white space. So movement, you kind of want, you know, you want the reader's eye to move around. 
you kind of, this kind of plays off a hierarchy too. Like, what do you want them to see first? What do you want them to see last? Like what's most important to you for them to see first? So whether it's the main graphic in the middle or the, the, the title or the artist or whatever, just keep that in mind and try to think what you want the reader to, or the viewer to see first proportion. You just want everything to feel good against each other. Like the size of things, like there's, I can go deeper into this, but I'll just keep it simple, but just make sure like the sizes feel right against each other. Like the, 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 the size of the title versus the size of the main graphic or the size of the artist title, the artist name. And then the title, like just make sure like they just feel good against each other and they feel like the right proportions and sizes. In contrast, you you don't want your designer coverage to be one blurry mess. You want to have contrast. You want to have a big difference between lights and darks or, or uh, you know, like if you have a mainly black album cover, you don't want your text to be blackish or like a 90% gray. Like you want you want it to stand out some. And um, so, yeah, contrast is definitely big and key. Like you want there to be a difference between your subject matter and everything else. And that goes back to being able to read it too. Yeah, exactly. Way, so yeah. yeah, especially, you know, like we said on a phone. And um, emphasis or hierarchy, as I like to call it, it goes back to kind of like movement. It's like what do you want the reader to see first and what, what do you feel is like the most important subject of your of your cover or your design and then white space is one of my favorites i think white space is basically negative space or just empty space like if you you got to let things breathe you got to give things room around them like don't be shoving everything it's like trying to shove 10 pounds of stuff into a three pound box you know it's like you shouldn't do that like you got to let things breathe and have have some space i mean it, it shows importance like if you go into like a boutique store or something like the products on the shelves they're not stuffed together like at a grocery store they, they have room around them it shows importance and it just shows that um there's something about that that uh, that piques your interest so it, i i don't mean to keep bringing up my wedding but i just thought about my <laughs> my uh, my centerpieces how i was designing them and i started out with like a whole bunch of things and i end up being like just going down to be more simple and that right. looked a lot more elegant because it was more simplistic exactly. and it wasn't overcrowded on the table definitely so, i mean it applies to you know i guess that would be interior design you interior know all, design, all types design, of design yeah life anything you yeah. know just empty space like too much clutter just just clutters your mind and everything so just let it breathe <laughs> And let it let it do its thing. Simple is better then. Yeah, that's that's uh, going to the next point. Like, what's what's a good rule of thumb for album artwork? I mm-hmm. think keeping it simple is one of the best things you can do with anything. Really, it's like the more simple to me, the better. Da Vinci said, "Simplicity is the ultimate form of sophistication." Like, if you just keep it simple and straight to the point, like people will get it and they'll understand it. And you don't want you don't want people to have to figure out what it is. They do, unless you're trying to like pull off like a puzzle kind of thing, but you want it to be simple and effective right off the bat. Okay. Um, okay. So now we're going to switch over to, you know, like a client questions about um, uploading album artwork to Symphonic. So what are the requirements for album artwork? All right. So yeah, we do have some requirements. If you're uploading with us, we, we have a minimum size of 3000 pixels by 3000 pixels, which is a, a perfect square. Used to be 2,000 by 2,000, but now we, we upped it. We try to play off of iTunes standards because mm-hmm. that's... Makes sense, yeah. Yeah, so 3,000 by 3,000 pixels, a minimum resolution of 72 DPI. We can recommend 300 DPI in case you want to like print it out later or make a vinyl out of it or something like that, but 72 is good for web. Okay. And RGB color is good for web as well, but it, like I said, if you want to print it out again, then you can switch it to CMYK, which printers use, but RGB... Uh, is is definitely what all screens play off of. So when someone purchases um, album artwork, 
and you design it, do you give mm-hmm. these different, like, do you give a 300 DPI and then the 72 DPI? Yeah, I, well, I start at 300 DPI anyway, and I just I just hand them over that. The, if they ask about it, then, then I'll tell them that, that, yeah, it's already at, like, printable size and mm-hmm. uh, uh, resolution, but... Normally they don't even ask, so I just I just give them the the three thousand by three thousand, and yeah, I, I put it in all the same that exact format that we, right, we yeah. just mentioned. So mm-hmm. cool. All right, so here's a big question because people are asking with the video distribution podcast, they're asking, you know, what is not allowed in the video content? So uh, what is not allowed on release cover art? Okay, yeah, there's quite a few things, but one of the main things I. Uh, I want to get out there is you can't just use any image off the internet. Like if it's not your image, if you didn't take it, if you don't have the rights to it, you can't use it. You can't just Google search an image and then put it on your, your album artwork. You think that'd be common sense. Yeah, you think it would, but a lot of people still do that. I've, I've caught album artworks that have used, you know, other artists work or other photographers work. And it's just a big no, no, cause it's, it's not your work. So you have to, you have to come up with something original and and stick with that like don't be using other people's stuff especially if you're monetizing from it like that's illegal <laughs> yeah i mean same thing with video you know you can't yeah. use someone else's video footage and yeah. monetize it it's like that's not yours yeah even with music and everything like that mm-hmm. so yeah what else we got so you cannot put any upc barcodes on there kind of like what you would see in like at Best Buy or something, you'd have the barcode on there? Yeah, yeah. You can't have the barcode on there. You can't put, like, your social media on there. You can't put your website link on there. You can't, you know. If you put, like, a Spotify logo and then you want it on iTunes, like, then iTunes is not going to accept that. They don't want to be advertising other music providers, mm-hmm. you know. So don't be putting all your social medias and other music streaming icons and all that stuff on there. Don't. Well, the thing with social media, too, is that those can change. So, like, you have album artwork. Like, say you did put it on there and it somehow got through, like, and then you change your artist name, you know, then you have this album artwork that's permanent, you know, with your social media. So Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. so what about in regards to actual content? Yeah, so definitely no nudity. You can't have anything like that unless it's done, like, in an artistic form. But, but still, again, there, like, I wouldn't even try to touch that. Like, none of that. No, like, crazy violence on there, like... And especially, um, yeah, if it's too crazy, like no pornographic stuff or no very crazy violent stuff. And also, if, if your release does have curse words or is explicit, you need to put the explicit the parental advisory sticker on there, mm-hmm. which that can be uh, taken from Google and put on there because that's... So that's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, uh, Creative Commons Zero or whatever. Like, anybody's free to use that one. So, but yeah, but no crazy nudity or crazy violence or anything like that. Also, you can't like put a price on there. Like, don't be like putting available for nine ninety nine or like for promo use only or anything like that. So, well, we'll need to go over everything because we do have a uh, in our Symphonic help desk. Like, there is an actual article where it lists every single thing um, guideline for album art. So, we just want to touch on a couple of the. Uh, yeah, the, those are the some of the ones, basic, yeah. the big ones right there that yeah. that most people might miss. So, yeah, mm-hmm. those were the big ones. Um, do you have any websites you recommend? Because you're saying how you can't take any images, but maybe some people want, you know, like oh, yeah, uh, some yeah. websites where they can find free images that are okay to use. Yeah, absolutely. One of my favorites is unsplash.com. Mm-hmm. These kind and generous photographers have given up uh, some of their best work and put it on there for free for you to use, and you can use it for anything. You can monetize from it. You can put it on your album. 
you can either keep the photo straight as it is or you can manipulate it in your own way so and we'd recommend that you know yeah. because if you know if you're downloading it that means other people are so you don't want it to look the same across yeah the board. yeah exactly and in there you can see how many times it's been downloaded so oh okay. so you can check how many people like have maybe used it downloads. yeah pretty much <laughs> like some of those some of those images have thousands and thousands and even millions of downloads so check that on splash.com and Pexels, P-E-X-E-L-S.com is another good one. And Pixabay.com is another I've good one. i Pixabay, yeah. Yeah. So Pixabay, you can also do video and stuff, too. They have a uh, Oh, really? Video I didn't stuff. know that. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's nice. And I'm sure there's other... There's a ton more out there, but those are the three that mainly stick out in my mind. And there's also a bunch of cool free font websites, too, like FontSquirrel.com mm-hmm. is a really good one. And uh, The um, font. The font's okay, yeah. yeah. Some of those free fonts aren't, aren't the best, but... Yeah. but I mean, it, it, it's definitely good to look at, but... Again, I keep thinking of the wedding stuff, but I used the font when I was designing my wedding invitations. Right, I, I found yeah. some wedding calligraphy to use, so... Yeah, I mean, there's there's some good stuff out there. Or if you're a member of the Creative Cloud with Adobe, like, they have an awesome foundry called Typekit, typekit.com, which they have a lot of really cool and really high-quality fonts with varying weights and everything like that, so... But I guess the one thing I want to mention again is like, even though these are all free to use, you know, you should still try to create your own original content too, so, yeah. so that you do stand out. Yeah, definitely. You just don't want to, you don't want to take uh, some random picture of a woman and just throw it on there with the title. I mean, it's good to kind of try to manipulate that or try to try to create it, recreate it and to make it your own thing. Sure. Okay, so since we're talking about cover art, um, what are some good examples of some great cover art? I mean, I know, again, this is a subjective, but what are some of right. your favorite cover arts? So, yeah, I mean, there's definitely a lot, a lot of iconic album art out there. I mean, some that stick out to mine are like Nirvana's Nevermind album with the kid falling mm-hmm. or swimming in the pool. With or the dollar bill, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, and Little Naked Baby or whatever, <laughs> you know. Uh, Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon with just the prism and the oh, yeah. light beam color coming in and then the color prism coming out. Like, That's an example of the simplicity. Yeah, you know, simplicity, simple design, iconic. Yeah. It doesn't mm-hmm. even have a, a name and title on there, mm-hmm. I don't think. Which those, to me, in my opinion, I know it's kind of risky to do that to not put a, a an artist name or a, or the music title song title on there but to me they look a little more iconic and more like memorable mm-hmm. like uh well plus the thing to keep in mind too in the digital age now like you're not it's not like people are looking at your cds at a store you know exactly, like in yeah. the digital age your name is going to be right next to your album art yeah the exactly platforms. they're gonna they're gonna see your name and title anyway like, yeah so i mean to me, I like those. Like I said, it's kind of, maybe it's risky if you're if you're not too big or whatever. But it's still, I think, is a cool move to do. Just like like Dark Side of the Moon, Pink Floyd's album. That's like simply iconic. Lord's album, original album, was just like her and some snake or something. I, I can't <laughs> quite remember, but it was like a drawing. It was really cool. And um, Flume, I'm a big fan of flumes designer with the flowers he mm-hmm. has like these yeah. like digitally like digitally made flowers but i think his name is on there but I'm, I'm not quite i can't quite remember but i'm a really big fan of that that guy's work and flumes work as well and that's kind of like a branding choice right because that's across several albums yeah, right? yeah yeah it's across several albums it's in his visuals in his live show it's in his social media it's in a lot of things that's another key thing with design is keeping everything kind of consistent across the board yeah not just having an album cover, like the album cover needs to spread across or your branding or whatever needs to spread across everything that you do, like mm-hmm. your website or your, your social medias, even to your live performances, you know, so. One more though, one more iconic album that I love is Nas' Illmatic, big fan of Nas and like 
that kind of his face like overlaid over the his city like that's been replicated a lot and he did it for his first album and then he did it later on he well his first album he was, he was a child but then later on he did it when he was an adult and i don't know it's just really cool there's probably a ton more out there but those are the ones that really stick out of my head so I like while you were talking, I was trying to think of some in my head, you know, like I am technically I'm a designer now more like in video, but like, I guess it just goes back to like, you know, my preferences because I love Muse. So like I love their album art because they do a lot of interesting designs and stuff on their covers. What is their, how is their? uh, They have like, there's a guy like reaching up like towards the the camera. Well, it's, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not a photograph, but it's a. I know, but then they have drones, which are talking about like being controlled by the government, and they have a hand holding a joystick, which is also holding. I can see it in my head, but there's like a computer of the hand holding the joystick yeah. that's holding another joystick or something. It's talking about like controls, so like right. they're color, even though they don't. Some of them they do look consistent, but they go with what their each album is about because each nice. album, all the songs flow together. They all have a similar have some kind of theme. T- theme, too. yes, yeah. exactly. So. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm trying to think of more too, but I uh, I can't really right now. So, <laughs> all right, is there anything else you think we should mention? I mean, I guess how much is it to design um, album art with Symphonic? Well, right now it's uh, it's just a one one time fee of seventy five dollars. We were thinking about um, changing it to like different tiers because some some albums take a little longer than others. Like if you mm-hmm. want something hand drawn, that's going to take a lot longer than oh, sure, just yeah. like manipulating a photo or whatever so but for now it's $75 for anything and you fill out a questionnaire about what you want and then it sends directly to me and then we converse through email and Mm -hmm. about a one week turnaround one to two week turnaround time so how many changes do you allow so we you get up to three revisions and a revision can be a multiple amount of changes but like if you want like a title change or like something very small change to it then that, that can be considered a revision but after three revisions, we kind of got to say, call gotta button it, us up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got to call it quits. I mean, because then it's not worth the the money spent and the time yeah. the time spent on it. Yeah. So, so hopefully that's understandable to to the clients out there. But I don't hope so. I mean, well, they should also be able to tell you upfront what they're looking for instead of like having yeah. you design something and then totally change it to a whole new design. You yeah, because then you're you, designing two covers. Yeah, exactly. If you have something specific, that's cool. Like we allow one, uh, we call it one concept. Like you get one concept. If you're changing, like say I want oh, an astronaut in a pool or something like that, and then you change it to like, oh, I want a, a monkey on a tree or something. Like, <laughs> it's totally different, you know. Yeah. So we got to, we got to, you know. Interesting covers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I might make them, you know. All right. Anything else? I don't know. Just, uh, yeah, like I said before, just for me, I love simplicity. I mm-hmm. love things just to be straight to the point and easy to recognize. That's that's one of the biggest things I can get it. And it seems simple. It seems easy. But really the most simple things uh, have put a lot. There's been a lot of thought put into that. And it may not be easily recognizable that there wasn't any thought but but that's that's the beauty of the simplicity is that you think that you can do it but then you try to do it and you can't do it so if you can if you can accomplish that with your designs I think that's a pretty good one right there yeah I mean college is college taught you that yeah like how to think things through and how to like you know think about it in your mind and how to design it on on right, screen yeah, or on yeah. paper or and whatever. Things, you know? And things should have a purpose. There should be a reason why you're choosing to do whatever you choose to do. So, I'm curious about your uh, your personal creative process. Like, Do you sketch mm-hmm. out stuff first when you're starting design, or you just play around in Photoshop? Yeah, normally I do. Like, I've always been taught to um, 
definitely start drawing first, sketch it out just to get some basic ideas down on paper, which for me is it's a lot easier to guide me that way. Sometimes if I'm in a time crunch, I definitely just start straight in Photoshop, but normally I'll, I'll try to drop a few ideas. It helps to get those ideas out, out of your head and onto paper or onto something. So yeah, sketch, and then I start playing around in Photoshop and then, then refine it even further from there. So. So that'll wrap up the interview portion of our podcast. So company news, um, Symphonic Distribution has partnered with Rock the Park Tampa. Uh, that is a free monthly music series showcasing musical talents of all genres. Uh, it's held here in Tampa at Curtis Hickson Park. And the next concert is April 5th, and that's from 630 to 945. So hopefully we'll see more people there because it's definitely growing. It's been getting a lot more popular. Yeah, it's a fun, free event for everybody of all ages, and it's definitely one to check out. Yeah, I went to uh, the the most recent one, and there was a kid just rocking out, like yeah, jumping off the because they have a it. like a natural like stadium seating yeah, it's over there. Yeah, almost like amphitheater. It's, it's beautiful over there too. Yes. Like the Curtis Hickson Park is beautiful. So if it's a nice summer evening, you know, yeah. head out over there and check it out. Definitely got food trucks and yeah, food and right down by Riverwalk there. I was just like food and yeah, you know food. food. I forgot about <laughs> the drinks part too. You know, so. <laughs> All right, so uh, Adam, we do this uh, every podcast episode. We ask what we're listening to. So what are you currently listening to? Man, I'm all over the place with my (laughs) music. You know, I I like everything. But recently I found this guy named Two Feet. He's like bluesy, electronic kind of guy. He's really cool, really good. Um, I listen to this guy named Arca. He's really weird and kind of darker stuff if you like... uh, some weird, dark, ambient, kind of scary stuff. <laughs> what, you like know? cinematic scary? Or uh, what? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's hard to describe. It's almost not like music, but it's 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 really interesting. The dude's very interesting. So, and this band called, or this group called Humans, I don't, I can't really describe it. I don't know. Just, they're really cool. And this dude named Idle Tech or Edel Tech, some really heavy, kind of dark EDM type stuff. And I always like the group Motorat. They're really awesome. And, of course, like Tycho and Bonobo and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So Yeah, I'm I'm just, you know, again, I'm just, um, what's the word? Muse uh, kind of girl? Well, no, no, I was going <laughs> to say, like, I'm very uh, predictable. There we go. I'm oh, predictable kind of girl because I, yeah, Muse just came out with another single, uh, oh, Thought nice. Contagion. Nice. And I like it. I'm not crazy about it. It mm-hmm. kind of takes me a while to get used to a new right, sound because yeah. it's something different than what they, they yeah, usually what do. But to, it's yeah. not bad at all in the videos. Awesome. It's Different. I'll definitely have to check it out. Yeah, I'm yeah. all over the place. Like Monday, I could be listening to heavy rock, and then Tuesday, yeah. I'll be listening to like some folky, jazzy, bluesy stuff, and then then some heavy EDM, and then even like some classical stuff. Like I don't know. It depends on what gets you like inspired yeah, to exactly. create and stuff. So, Normally, yeah. though, I listen to a lot of like ambient, chill stuff whenever I'm designing. Like no lyrics or anything like that. Like it helps me to focus on 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 the work that I'm doing. So cool. All right. Well, that'll wrap up. Uh, Let's talk design. Uh, Thank you, Adam, for being on. I think we had a good time. (laughs) Thank you, Vanessa. I really appreciate it. Thank you. No problem. And uh, if anyone is interested in getting uh, some artwork design, you know, check out our website at symphonicdistribution.com and uh, just do the drop down menu and just go to design. Yep. There's a services menu down there. You'll see uh, video and graphic design. Mm -hmm. All right. See you guys next time. Bye.